Hold on. My dumbass put Skittles in my mouth. <laughs> Back to Dyson Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter, currently without hot water in this continent. Ouch. Not good. <laughs> Today we've got episode 96, Sweet Dreams Are Apparently Made of Garbage. Mmm, <laughs> garbage. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> By the way, that was that when Matt did that, that just cracked me the hell up. No, it's good. And I, I always, they seem to be really on their, you know, intro game lately. It's always pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think back of, of one that just wasn't entertaining, you know, like, and I can't, I just cannot think of one, at least since book four, that hasn't been entertaining. I yeah. can't always, uh, other than uh, the demon one, uh, every day is an eternity with Blar Gath or whatever his, whatever the demon one was, that one still <laughs> sticks in my mind. But uh, every moment's an eternity. Uh, and yeah, with, there's with, a couple yeah. eternities in this episode too, which is horrifying. <laughs> yeah I guess we'll get to yeah. that we'll get there <sighs> um, so i guess uh i guess we could start off with them springing the uh swedish chef trap yep the first of her <laughs> yep they, the uh, giant lizard fern <laughs> i have to say though i have to put in a legal disclaimer here chernobyl iguana guys way to rip off godzilla <laughs> the 1998 movie the bad oh one. my god could not believe they were they were doing that, stealing from that plot. That's terrible. Shame on you, Joe. <laughs> For those of you that are uh. interested, which is probably no one whatsoever, in the opening credits of Godzilla, the 1998, it was the, I believe it was footage of Bikini Atoll that they were showing, but then they showed an iguana in there and they were referencing that was the French that did it, which came out in the movies. I looked it up. It was the Mururoa and Fangatafa Atolls. That are uh, supposed to be featured in the uh, their reference in the opening credits mm. of the 1998 Godzilla. So, yeah. like I said, just in case anyone cares, and I know you didn't. <laughs> well, I did. Welcome to the Inspired Incompetence movie reviews. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we should. Move I hate on you, to and them. I love you, Toast. Yeah, I know. I know you do. I love All you right, too, Richter. So- so you can keep, I would, it would be nice if you kept part of it about the, you know, stealing the plot of Godzilla 1998. Um, oh, I'm going to keep all of it. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, no. That's just, it's gold. It's, oh, it's God. fool's gold, but it's gold. Oh, God. Why? Why? Why do you let me rant on this crap? Why? Because it's, it's funny. not even game related. But it's funny. Maybe I'll put it at the back end. I don't know. Oh, there you, well, that you could toss to it. <laughs> And here, a quick review of, uh, you know, the most recent Godzilla franchise. Yeah, that's what you're going to use to tag in, throw to it, too. You, yeah, man. I'm exactly. just helping you all the way around. All Thank right. You. You're making uh, my job easy. Yeah, that's right. So they spring the first of first trap. I'll yes. bring this back on track. They They'll, spring the first of first trap. And it looks like nonchalantly into the yep. into And the it tower. looks like Teoblith has taken over. Yeah. He tells he good. tells our genus to, to light him up. <laughs> all, well, all I have I mean, to say is, come on, Uhtred. Come on, buddy. Dig deep. Fight for pack dominance. Don't give up the alpha spot. Come on. I, I maybe it may be more to um, the player dynamic rather than the character dynamic. Matt being more, uh, 
I don't want to say brash, but like kind of. I don't know. Well, I don't he know how did to put it in his Tiablith voice. Right. I mean, it but was that's... clearly as the character, so. Right. I don't know. Maybe Matt wants his, his Devoth spot back. <laughs> Ooh. Even more I, intrigue. I highly doubt it, but because uh, <laughs> maybe that's why uh, Rogiar had to go because he decided that Rogiar, you know, wasn't going to, to do that and he wants the spot back. That secretly he wants the. Couldn't, couldn't handle it without back. the spotlight on him. Exactly. He needed the spotlight to, you know, validate himself. Something yep. is that what you're trying to say? I'd... He Oof. he is in, he is a diva. We all know that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, truth be told, truth be told, there's no bigger diva in the in the podcast, Joe, Tom. You know, no nobody else is as big as Matt. I mean, nobody out divas Matt. No, especially not you know Joe, Tom, or Tom. Oh god. <sighs> and then I love uh, Alec has has some sarcasm. Some serious sarcasm. And all I have is a mat. I have a note that says, imagining sarcasm from Alex. How weird. I think Alex does sarcasm really well, though. Like, he has the, a really, I don't know, almost dry sense of humor that, that I find funny. Oh, he's... He, he, can, he can play his own straight man for, like, comedy and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Because he, he can he's... say the dumbest, dumbest things. Like, with, with like, the, uh, the straightest you know, Pastor face. Prime, she's over 30. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but sure. <laughs> I again I, I found more validation for what Alex has said uh in just you know since the last time I made that crack here on Dyson Salt. So Alex was be mean, listeners. Alex was be mean and you be nice to him now. That's all I have to say. <laughs> you don't want to say Alex was mean? I Alex was he can be mean and <laughs> thank you. I'm gonna edit that to say Alex was mean and then bleep the rest. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, somehow I don't think he's going to be surprised by any of that. Uh, I I was a little surprised that there was the dust up, although it was very funny, with um, mm-hmm. Joe casting Spiritual Ally. Oh, with all and, the Elksies. Uh, and then going, oh, wait, Elksie's already here, and I'm bringing up Elksie. And I was <laughs> right. like... I was I was trying hard to think back if that he had done it in book three at any time done spiritual ally and I don't think he got it in book three. I don't think so. I don't remember I, him trying. Yeah. So I you know I was like oh Elksy meet Elksy 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 and it was just <laughs> it was cracking me up and it was cracking me up worse is that you know having interviewed Joe and heard some of his comments <laughs> about you know he's surprised about where he's at because he's not remembering what's going on. Right. Oh my God, he was doing it right there. <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> I, I've cast Spiritual Ally and had Elksy and Elksy before? I, I'm not remembering any of this. I mean, oh my God. I just, I I was crying, so, or crying. I was laughing so hard. I was just tearing up and, and darn near peed my pants at it. I could not believe it. it just, you might it, not it, want to do that. You don't have pe- hot water to clean them. That's right. That's right. Well, I wash it cold <laughs> to prevent shrinkage and color drain. Fair enough. But <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> It was cracking me up. It was cracking. And hearing Joe going, gosh, I don't remember any of this. This sounds amazing. I, I Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. They, oh, it, and it, let's look at funny. the statistics for that fight, shall we? Let's let's Ooh. give us give our beloved listeners some uh, some information about that fight and the, the beating that that uh, Fursifer took. Yeah, I mean, the one that, <laughs> that basically yeah. uh, died in one round. <laughs> yeah, Tiablith <laughs> dealt like an two, amazing but... amount of damage. Yeah, well, that's uh, what he does. He's an archer. 105 points of damage, four attacks, because he had one that missed, but 105 points of damage, 26.25 hit points of damage per attack, no crits. 
And, and he busted out an initiative of 24 for that fight. It was amazing. Poor Arginus fireballed him and it looked really good. But as it turns out, didn't do any damage, we found Did. out after the fight. Yep. Uhtred. Uhtred was on that. fire. One attack, 78 points of damage. And Unlike a crit to spur. boot. <laughs> I mean, Joe, with three different, essentially three different, you know, characters able to attack, you know, he dealt an amazing amount of damage, I thought. Because he, mm-hmm. well, with, uh, yeah, thir- I'm sorry, 39 points of damage. His attacks, though, were really high. You know, real high rolls on the attacks. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Elksy attacked but didn't do any damage but she had a really good role it's really impressive <laughs> it's really good i mean yeah. these are you know intense statistics that we look at dear listener to make sure you get the best out of this so when we tell you that utrid is the doing. mvp the for this episode he's the one that got it done 100 <laughs> percent crit rating and you know uh, yeah come on and the amount of damage oh my god it's I mean- based on science folks <laughs> statistics science. it's based on science that's what we're doing for you dear listener providing you with the scientific proof that this is the best podcast you can be listening to <laughs> which theirs are ours uh, you know i leave that just, to you good listener, yes. to decide <laughs> if if you're wondering why we're suddenly giving statistics uh stick around for an interview with joe that we recorded last week but i didn't have time to edit it's okay we all forgive yeah. you Hey, yeah, life gets thanks. you, man. My hot water heater went out. You know, your internet was was out. You know, stuff Garbage. happens. Shit happens. But you know what What brings us together, makes us happy? Uh, cutscenes from Alex? Uh, yeah, cutscenes from Alex works pretty good. I was going to say, actually, <laughs> role-playing games and throwing dice. I mean, rolling dice with our friends. Throwing dice at our friends. Yes. Yeah, it was a Freudian slip there. <laughs> a few of my friends could use a dice to the head. <laughs> There was a skit about that. Remember, it was, you know, who disturbs the still waters of the pond? Me, Joe Lieberman. Dice to the head. Maybe it was boot to the head. I don't remember. Is this another SNL thing? Uh, no, I, I think it was a boys from the hall. Yeah, just Google boot to the head. Just Google we'll, the phrase boot to the head. Later, watch it. It's hysterical. Will do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we do actually get a cutscene from Alex in, in the middle of this episode. And um Yes, we did. Real fucking disturbing. Again, like, I'm not sure if this came out of the book and he's just expanding on it or if this is straight from his brain again. There is no way, no freaking way <laughs> this one came out of the book. Right. This well, is... I mean, it's it's another one of the Grave Knights. I don't think so, but maybe I'm completely wasn't the, wrong. Wasn't the, wasn't the main Grave Knight, you know, a big tall guy with red hair? Wasn't that him? Like, he was the main one breaking open the tomb? It could be, but remember there was that whole thing with our genus was the one delivering the the torture at the end. Oh. Which, I I mean, I don't know, but there was a woman with pale blue skin. I don't know if Arasne's been described as pale blue skin. I mean, I did look on the Inspired Incompetence website. And in looking at the Inspired Incompetence website, if you go to characters and the nice picture of Tarbethon, and then you go to book four, and you scroll down, you'll notice on the cover of book four, it's Arasne. But if you scroll down, there's a picture at the very bottom, Arasne, formerly the Herald of Eridan and a demigoddess who perished in the Shining Crusade. Ah, could be pale blue skin. I mean, you could you could interpret that that way. I mean, the art. If it is, then maybe, you know, Arasne and uh, our genus have a deeper connection that we didn't... That's why he loves her. We didn't see. <laughs> it could explain it or it, you know... It's Stockholm Syndrome? Could be. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Hard to tell. 
I mean, for God's sakes, Alex is your GM and the embellishment he did to this, to the description, just the simple uh-huh. description of doing the, you know, doing the fighting and over and over. And then finally, you know, fighting so many times and so often that, you know, she, you know, the routine became everything to her. And, you know, Are we talking about that scene or the, I'm, well, I'm talking about that one. Alex took, took that lame okay. ass description, which was pretty lame and just. I don't even breathing life into it isn't enough. Isn't the right way to describe it. Well, this was a this was a freaking yeah. Genesis rocket, you know, type thing. <laughs> I mean, this was all Wrath of Khan on his inspired incompetence ass right here. Just Alex, um, totally. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess it could be, but I. I think he made this one up, especially tying it with our genus at the end and some gal with pale blue skin. Yeah, I. I guess we could describe the scene because it's horrible and disgusting. Yeah, but uh, I, bas- I, do we want to, or do I, we want to make them go listen to it? <laughs> I I say listen to it, folks. I I really do. I I could attempt to describe it, and I could get the I, gist of it. I don't. Yeah, but I don't really think I do it could, any kind of justice. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't. And what was so amazing is going through that scene and then coming back and realizing it's all in the guy's head. And it was like, it's still, you're like, oh, what a scene. That's just so horrible. Oh. And then freaking yeah. the thing at the end where it was, you know, good job, Arginus. You're really taking to this or whatever the hell was said. Because I'm trying to block yeah. that out. That was another <laughs> gut punch right there. I mean, just a total gut punch. I didn't even... <laughs> And it was such a gut punch. I didn't associate it with, oh, dear God, our, uh, you know, our genius is turning on them. He's going to betray him and turn on them. It's like I've got two our geniuses operating here. The our genius you're telling me about and provide, you know, and mm-hmm. showing me the listener all the ways that our genius is screw is going to screw everybody over. And then there's the our genius we see every day, which we know is crazy and little, you know, but he's yeah, two different our geniuses completely. I have not reconciled them at all yet. And and it's terrifying. I mean- terrifying i mean we haven't we didn't see our genius in that scene we were just told he was there so this right because our genius is one of those very common names on galarian kind of like you know bobby i'm not saying it wasn't the same person i I fully believe it's supposed to be the same person i'm just saying we didn't see him him do any kind of acting like you, you know well right right he didn't participate in the in the cut scene, except in name. Right. And, so, uh, you know, if, if he had, if, you know, if they had done some, some kind of line for him, it might've been much more apparent whether or not he was just as crazy back then, assuming it was back then, or if he goes crazy later. Well, I think when we were talking to which Tom. Which would be interesting to find out. I think when we did our interview with Tom, we asked mm-hmm. about was, uh, our genius always crazy or did, you know, dying and coming back, make him more crazy. And I think Tom's answer was yes, and that <laughs> dying almost made him so crazy he was sane, uh, kind of a thing. I think that's the direction Tom was was speaking about. But again, that's okay. off the top of my head, and we we probably should uh, you know go back and re-listen yeah. to that interview. Yeah, to be sure, because you know, yeah. Anyway, moving on from that madness, <laughs> I I loved seeing our old friend the ghoul. Indeed. He's back. He's back. I love him being back. And I love that he's just as nasty without his scythe, without his armor, without this stuff. I love <laughs> that he's flame strikes him right out the gate, you know, boom. And the, oh, and then getting the crit. 
He gets the crit, the second one for Uhtred, our MVP of the week. <laughs> lip cut or whatever, cut lip, whatever it was, it had to roll a 20% chance of spell failure if it had verbal components. I'm like, woohoo, baby. Oh man, it was <laughs> it was good. And then he got it off and slammed everybody and oh. And then goes for control wins. That, geez. Man, that fight was yeah. nice. There was, just in that little opening, because they didn't get all the way through it, folks. Spoiler alert. They didn't get all the way through the fight this episode. But just in that opening, it was, I'm smacking you. I'm critting you. I'm flame striking you. I'm control. I mean, it was just boom, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And like heavy hits. Uh, it was just, it was pretty intense. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. To throw back to earlier yep. in the episode, it was a kaiju fight. <laughs> None of them are large. They're all medium. <laughs> they're all large when they're all the same size. That And to ants, they're giants. What? They're kaiju to somebody. That's all that matters. Or something. They're, they're kaiju to you. Woohoo! <laughs> <sighs> I do like how uh, Uhtred finally got to use his uh, arcane theft. Yes. Been waiting for, which... waiting for that to even be used. And it. I thought yeah. it worked really well. I think it didn't work as written. I think there was something written on the Discord by Zeno saying it should affect. Oh, it should have gone for the highest, highest the highest, highest spell affecting him first. It basically it works like dispel magic, but rather than dismissing the spell, it transfers to you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if Cat's yeah, Grace the, was the, the untargeted, highest thing, then the untargeted sure. version of dispel goes for the highest first and keeps working its way down till it works. Right, uh, so, or you can target a specific effect with it. I believe. Yes, but he didn't. Right. He but, didn't target a specific thing because he don't, wouldn't know he has cat's grace. Uh, I don't know that he could from his description of arcane theft. Maybe he can, but I don't know that he could target. Yeah, you you can target a, a known like if like if you know for some reason you, they have mirror image. Like you can see that they have mirror image on and. Assuming you can get through said mirrors, you could steal them. Because you can be like, I, I want that specific effect. Because it, it, it's supposed to work just like Dispel Magic. So if you can see the effect or you know they have it, I'm pretty sure you can take it. Otherwise, it just works on you know the highest effect they have and works its way down. Right. I For some reason, I was under the impression all it could do was target the highest level effect for a theft. I don't think so. I, I am going to look it up now. Arcane Theft. This spell functions as a targeted dispel magic spell, except it only affects creatures and requires a melee touch attack. If the attack is successful and the spell successfully dispels one effect, one spell affecting the creature, that spell is transferred to you. Where where did you find this spell? Um, I mean, I found it on the place that I always look, which is not the official source. It's D20 PFSRD. And I get that it's not the official source or whatever, but it's the one I use. And that's that's <laughs> fine. I... I'm looking on archives right now, and they have no such spell. You typed in Arcana Theft? I put Arcane Theft. Mm, maybe it's supposed to, maybe it's... Arcana Theft. There it is. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It says it works as a targeted dispel magic. As a targeted dispel magic. Maybe I'm misremembering how targeted dispel magic works. No, no. Because a targeted dispel is you make one dispel check... And compare with the spell level of the highest caster level. And if successful, that spell ends. But that means you're you're targeting a specific effect against the... Or are you not? Like you're going after invisibility as opposed to the mirror images. Uh, I mean, the example they give is like if you attack someone with... You know, that has stone skin and supply. Object. But the effect is only... Effect Object, high creature, or spell. Skin. Right, but this one only affects creatures for this version. Oh, okay. So one object target... One object, creature, or spell is the target. So if it's a creature, 
Yeah. You make one dispel check and compare that to the spell with the highest caster level DC plus the spell's caster. Yeah. So 11 plus the spell's caster. If successful, that spell ends. If not, compare the same result to the spell with the next highest caster level from the target or you have failed to dispel every spell. Yeah. So, I mean, if Cat's Grace was the highest thing he had, then, you know, that's what he would get first, assuming he didn't have any key. Because I think he rolled pretty okay. high on his, his check. Wait, wait, but, wait, wait, wait. Down below know. it says you can also use a targeted dispel to specifically end one spell affecting the target or one spell affecting an area. You must name the specific spell right. effect to be targeted in this way. Okay, so you... Okay. You could. You could be like, hey, I want their... Invisibility. You know. Or their mirror image. Or their stone skin, but right. then you're chessing against that, and you either do it or don't. Yeah, that, that one's an either that's a save or suck version of yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas the other one, you get you you don't get to pick, but you're you know you have a, a chance to get something because you work your way down a list. Right, right. And he was definitely using the work your way down the list version because he yeah. he could tell he was under magical effects, but didn't know which one what one specifically. Right. Outstanding. <sighs> Good times. Anyway, I liked it. I liked it. It took Cat's Grace. Yeah, it was fun. Wasn't a big boon for Uhtred, but it does lower the ghoul's armor class. So, I mean, that's a plus. Mm -hmm. Even though he's pretty easy to hit right now, it's still a plus. Yeah, but uh, after that, Alex kind of leaves us hanging mid-fight. So we got to wait till next week to figure out what happens next. Yeah, yeah he's done that to us twice. The first of her was that way, and now the ghoul's that way. Was it? The first of her, they didn't start the fight. They just knew it was coming. Well, yeah, I mean, they were prepping for the fight. It was the fight was on, in my opinion, because they were getting ready for it. That's the ne very next thing they were going to do. It wasn't like, I don't know. Let's pick the door to the right. <laughs> no, no, let's go down the hallway to the left and in the open chamber. And, you know, we don't know what's <laughs> in either one. And one of them has a fight and one of them doesn't. This was really, you know, we're going and we're doing this fight. And it was just sort yeah. of, you know, just sort of happen to split it right before we're going to throw our first dice rolls oh yeah man. i mean i get that i still think it's two different endings <laughs> you're terrible toast but that's just me terrible well yeah but you have to put up with me i don't have to put up with you toast i choose to put okay. up with you because you are the most wonderful okay, so co-host anyone could have you just say that because i do editing i do <laughs> i do Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But uh, that kind of does bring us to the end of the episode. I don't think we have anything else, do you? I don't have anything else, so I think it's it's outro time. Outro time. Uh, if you liked us doing stats, please note that that's probably not going to be a <laughs> consistent thing because it requires a, more effort than I think either one of us is willing to put in. It, it's also, <laughs> with, with the podcast, uh, I mean, the stats are fun. Don't get me wrong. The stats were fun to collect. Uh, I had oh, yeah. to you know, do multiple listens of the fight to collect the stats and then had then wound back and just listened to the fight to catch the whole fight, you know, as one cohesive story. But the, the thing is, is not all of the dice rolls are announced or at least they're not all, they don't all right. make it to the podcast. Uh, Cause someone might talk over a result or a roll or it may get edited by yeah. Matt. And so it makes it kind of problematic to collect stats. Cause I had wanted to catch stats on the, on the monsters yeah, but I only really have one. Ever get like the first for never gets an attack, so you know no stats on that guy. But yeah. I never, I the ghoul dealt damage, but I never knew what his initiative was. I never knew some of that other stuff. I kind of had to guess um, with 
Well, Alex doesn't usually say that stuff anyway, just because he doesn't want to tell them. Well, no, I think he, I he think he gave out the like when he was playing uh, Yondo. I think he was saying, and Yondo has this for initiative, so he was putting yeah. him in. But this particular episode, what made it to the podcast? But I don't is that he rolled for Elksy, but never said like what Elksy's initiative was. So when yeah. I assembled stats I mean, like, for, for Elksy, I kind of he... took a guess. Yeah. I for the enemies, I don't think he ever says what he rolls. I think he well, I mean he does. I mean, um, I know he has sometimes, but I don't know. I because I was never worried about collecting the statistics of you know and stuff. I wasn't really right. super paying attention to if he was doing it every time or not. So yeah, so like I said, it's probably not going to be a consistent thing. Mostly, we're doing it to antagonize Joe, <laughs> and you'll find out why later, or uh, you'll find out right now. So we're here tonight with the one, the only. Ralphus Lorenzo. I mean, Joe. It's Joe. <laughs> Hello. I'm here. Hello. It's nice of you to be here. Yeah, big fan. First time caller. <laughs> Long time listener. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, you know, you're the, uh, I guess, the last of the main crew to be interviewed, but certainly not the least. Well, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, well, you save the best for last or the worst for last. You don't, you don't put the middle guy in the last. <laughs> It's definitely, well, definitely have the best, best for last, in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah. And and yes, I know everyone's going to be throwing shit at me after this, but whatever. That's just, hey, that's this is a shit throwing podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I know what goes on here. You guys, uh, you guys bring it. I mean, I I took this episode and basically called out Alex, wondering what the hell he was doing with his monster. Because <laughs> we looked at the stat block and like this thing has a breath weapon that it could have used for like fourteen d six and it and never did didn't use it. <laughs> oh, I mean that's okay, guys. Be cool. No, no, you know. it's not okay. <laughs> Toast is upset. This is this was something that would have oh, made geez. her like combat, and Alex blew it. <laughs> well, it sounds like he blew it, but kept us alive. So <laughs> I'm conflicted. I just I was looking through the stat block and I'm like, why didn't they do this? And the other thing it has is like spell reversal or spell something like it it reflect spell reflect like the first mm. time it gets hit with a spell in combat or once a day it reflects the spell on the caster. I'm like y- y- you didn't do that. You got hit with several little, spells. <laughs> yeah, a little disintegrate back That's in right. face action. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that would have been sweet. I'm I'm back on your side. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I would die for the cause. Although the 14d6, ar- I mean, yeah. It's a bit. It's it's reflex for half, and it's only DC twenty. Oh, okay. So you guys probably, probably. would fine. Probably most of you. Uh, most of you. You haven't seen my reflex save. No, you have, <laughs> and you know. Most okay. Most of you would have been fine then. And and to to be you know fairly accurate, you already have died for the cause. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you want to be accurate about it, I uh, dying is not something that I'm afraid of. Just sad when it happens. Yeah. Is it weird being able to play both characters? You're like your old character and the new one. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, I get confused a lot, and I'm already you know I already get confused about regular stuff. So when there's two characters and their interactions and mm-hmm. and the, their RP is even confusing, like. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't fully understand it, you know. Thalias is—it's not really supposed to be like that. I don't think. I think I just sort of uh, railroaded Alex into making it happen, mm-hmm. and then he went. And, and, uh, <laughs> he went and brought your animal companion back, which has got to be real weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it got weird, and that got weirder, and now it's just like I don't know, whatever. This whole thing's crazy. <laughs> just go with it. I'm enjoying it. I I, I like the uh, 
I love the character a lot. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like him too. Um, I, I'm just really I'm glad confused. that the Werebear Paladin is back. <laughs> the Werebear Paladin? Yeah. You know, with the, with, the, with the ranger hat on top that says Thelias, and he you know he points at people and says, only you can prevent forest fires. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like how you steadily went from the crazy new guy to like, yeah, he's probably all right, and these other guys are weird. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That was pretty good. Our, our genus yeah. cracks me up. <laughs> that dude's out of his mind. Every time uh, he's going off on stuff, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's it's really creepy at 1.5 speed when I listen to you guys. <laughs> oh, jeez, I can only imagine. Yeah, it's it's fun. Ugh. So having you know the band back together again now, you know Thelias is is ready to go on tour because you've got all you know all the band members. What? Yep. yep. What He's is got Thelias, his uh, shovel you know, gonna do now? What's the band gonna do now, Joe? I don't know. I think I'm pretty much turning the AP like where we are now into like a like a buddy cop movie you know <laughs> where it's like uh, you're having your- randolph and thelias just off doing their thing you're having your old sideshow <laughs> yeah it's like randolph and thelias try and save the world mm-hmm. with their other friends who are you know really I, I, they're doing most of the saving if we're honest so so really what you're doing um, here is you got you got your crop well, yeah we're you just got your tubs and you're uh everybody else is just support cast i mean that's what i'm hearing Alex, yeah. Alex, most of yeah. all. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Narrator always falls to the bottom. But like, yep. <laughs> the, the support cast is more like the main cast, though. And we're like, yeah, there's two perspectives. One, it's like the story itself. We're the side characters. But then our story, we're the main characters. And the story is the, the story and everything happening. It is the side characters. <laughs> <sighs> well, it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed uh, listening to you. Uh, well, thank you. I try really hard. Um, I know, you know, the incompetence is, uh, I bring a lot to that table, you know, uh, of the not knowing what he's doing. And uh, your, your cup yeah, floweth in there for sure. Yeah. That, luckily, like, Matt, you, his editing, I, I got to tell you, he, <laughs> he saves me a lot on uh, on the editing. I don't know. I mean, you, you, the characters that you tend to build are pretty, they're pretty, pretty powerful. Like you, you say you don't know what you're doing, but I think... You've got a really good grasp of how the system works, and you can yes. kind of come off as more aloof than I think you actually might be. And if is... anyone asks, <laughs> I build all of my characters from scratch, and I have no help. That's the official <laughs> line. That's the company line, okay? If anyone asks, it's all me. Good, good. That's what I assumed. I assumed you were all required to do it individually and get no help from anyone. That's right. Not even uh, Richter or any of the... Um... <laughs> The Discord people. There's there's never been any help on any of my characters ever. <laughs> it's just you're so good at designing them. It's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talking about that and the incompetence and how you do your characters all yourself, I have noticed this AP <laughs> yep. that from the start, and I thought I was a little afraid, honestly, when Elias died, that when Randolph came in, that he wouldn't be as, you know, the, that the trend would drop. But I've noticed from the start, you have been playing at a much higher level than like skull and shackles you're just your your awareness of the obviously the map (laughs) and the tactics i mean i can hear it and then the way that you're supporting the stuff so what happened you just decided to show up or you know you just got more comfortable with? yeah i just uh i just played you know whatever 200 300 episode we're on (laughs) it just it just took that many episodes (laughs) 
that's okay. You'd think after, you know, like 10 or 20, you'd be in the rhythm, but no, I, I need that triple digits uh, practice. And now, yeah, now, now it's fine. Yeah. Until I have to roll another character, then it'll be back to square one. Nah, you learn from, <laughs> you learn from it every time. So it's fine. And, yep. <clears throat> Oh, speaking of, speaking of, I, I do feel like I'm going to die soon. I just got this like <laughs> feeling. Really? Because things are going, like you guys are saying, things are going well. You know, I feel comfortable, feel like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, feel like I got a good this thing is, going. And I, when I you, get you that, feeling really good it's and always... catching your stride with Mast Helmet. Yeah. And then, you know, right into the dirt yeah. with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right ocean the, floor. It's a soft, wet dirt. bottom. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's an that's an image. <laughs> I don't know. I guess was it? Didn't you used to GM games before you guys started recording? Or is that what Alex said? I don't did? No? think I've ever GM'd a game in my life. No, and I think, I think they won't let me. Well, no, no. I I know that both Nick and Alex have said the first time they ever played, you ran the game, and that was the first and last time. I oh, think okay. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> They realized what they were in for, and they're like, this is too powerful. We have to stop. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like, back in the day, we had the books, and then so none of us knew what we were doing, so I was like, I knew the most of not knowing what we're doing <laughs> at one point, like the first, I don't know, minute that we played, <laughs> and then from there, it's all been downhill, and I've been overtaken by leaps and bounds, and yeah. At one point, though, yeah, I think we, I think we switched up DMing. We did like really weird stuff when we first started. We had no idea what we were doing, and that's where I thrived, as as you can guess. <laughs> in in the uh, the incompetence part, but the of lack of guardrails is helpful yeah. to you, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it really is. I, I always thought if I were to DM a game, it would be like, all right, guys, like you're coming to this game, just. Forget everything you know, because it's not going to be like that. It's not, like, that's a promise, you know? And not because I don't want it to be like you guys normally. I just, like, we're just, we'll do it live type of deal, you know? Where that guy yells, we'll do it live. Yeah. I think I think you guys owe me a game from, with the players. Yeah. For my Patreon yeah. thing. So You don't want it. <laughs> you, not with me, DMing. You don't want it. I think it would be hilarious. I mean, I would definitely do it. Do but, it and uh, record it. It's just fair. <laughs> fair warning is, you know, this is your fair warning. That's that's perfectly fine. I'm uh, I'm not the best player as it is. I, I perfect. I tend to find myself better on the GM side where I can be the the storyteller and stuff because mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I like that part. Yeah, some people just really have a knack for it. Like when Alex is doing his storytelling, I'm like, oh, who yeah. are you? Like, how is this possible? It blows me away all the time with his story components and you know what he brings to the campaign itself yeah especially with what he's taken with like a single paragraph from the book and just made it like a six seven minute flashback it's just horrifying yeah which was yeah oh, he's gotten dark recently too you guys <laughs> noticed that he We've has, gotten dark i'm, I'm a little concerned claims he's always <laughs> been dark i mean oh he's I unleashed mean, don't get me wrong i i i love i love you guys i love alex but Let's be honest, we're all a bunch of nerds here. Okay, so a nerd oh, getting yeah. dark isn't very scary. You know, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll mess yeah. with your slide. Yeah, I can there. see it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it's really not that terrifying. But, uh, what? Richter, what's okay. a slide ruler? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's an olden timey uh, prehistoric measuring uh, calculator. device. Calculator. It was a calculator for mathematics, and it's an old school one. 
Google it. Ancient the Egypt. Love of God. I should have said abacus. I should have said abacus. You'd know what that is. Because it's a really old abacus. calculator. But no, we can't know the in-between one. No, of course. Son of a motherless. <laughs> I, my mom is the only one still alive. Thank you. <laughs> now, I've just made this real awkward, and I'm going to leave all this silence in. Oh, you, oh, you too. go for it. <laughs> you too, in your pants. <laughs> all right. We do it out of love. It's true. It's true. I he he has taken a I mean he's he's certainly taken a shine to this AP in a lot of ways. Um that yeah. he um well it's not that he he didn't have a shine to uh, Skull and Shackles but it's this is definitely like a something he's really into obviously because he's pulling out mm-hmm. all the stops and pulling all this stuff and you know hitting us with the uh you know the rough stories and the a lot of brutality. I mean all all good storytelling. All good storytelling. Nothing I'm not knocking that. Even even Yondo, right. but uh... <laughs> oh my god, when you started. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, I feel like he has like we've watched horror movies, mm-hmm. and he's always been like a movie guy. So I feel like he's got a lot of like genre right ideas yeah. that he's never been able to use. So they've just been like sitting around, sort of festering. And now he's like, oh, dude, you know what I'm gonna do here? I'm gonna do bang, enter this, or you know, insert that. <laughs> yeah. I uh I don't know all of his all of his um cutscenes and flashbacks are all really vivid and I just ugh. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I wonder how uh, he's just letting it all out well I like <laughs> I liked him from Skull and Shackles but he's yeah. definitely uh, he's definitely embraced that as a way to you know kick this second AP into high gear I mean every book has its own you know f- has had its own flashback just to start it off and sort of yeah you yep. know foreshadow what's yep. coming kind of su- kind of thing. Or give us some piece of information that, that fills in more of the story as we move along. Because I'm for some reason I'm not blanking on what the second book's flashback was. But all of it, it just man, it's just delivering. And then the, how he's picking up the pieces and plugging it all back together. And you know, it's just it's funny when he when he plugs pieces back together because my memory is so <laughs> horrible. It's like a it's a surprise every <laughs> recording session. <laughs> Like something will happen, I'll be like what? No way! And everyone else is like Joe, like oh. we knew that. And it's like what? It's like I don't. Take I didn't know that. Oh man! <laughs> but that's so awesome. How could I have known that? Uh, yeah. I'm even more surprised that I know that. <laughs> I think I think when we had Nick on here, <laughs> he was giving us a bunch of uh, oh he did stories he did about you. Drop some Joe stories. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all true. I, I, I absolutely do yeah. believe that. That is true. I'm I'm a little surprised, but I'm you know I believe it. <laughs> we get into stuff through the antics, and then I'm I, a wild card maverick type, you know. Y- y- where okay. yeah, he hinted at a story in the interview, and then he told us about it in the Patreon hangout. How did how on earth did you invite yourself to a wedding? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because yeah, because he he told us the story from his perspective where he was basically sitting in the house and then you you called him and said hey come to the wedding or something to that effect. yeah i, I want to know how you got from a house to being invited to the wedding <laughs> well i was definitely yeah I, I definitely wasn't invited but they were happy that i was there eventually <laughs> right when, well i was drinking right so when i when i uh you know drink or get high or whatever i like to wander like, around the woods and like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically, more or less. <laughs> I get very adventurous and friendly, and so it's like a what's out, what else is out there type deal. Mm-hmm. 
And so we were at uh, we were at his friend's place, who super cool. We were having like a nice chill time by the fire, um, and it was like this big bonfire. But I was drinking a bunch of beers, and the fire was—I mean, it was a huge fire. I was getting hot, so I started to like back up, and then the fire was so hot. Eventually, I had to like. <laughs> stand up and like walk away from it Mm -hmm. and i was still drinking and i was like i heard some while i was walking away from the fire and drinking i heard like there's like loud music coming from somewhere and this house is in like the middle of the woods like there's no one around so i was like whoa like and i got curious And, and so you know since there's nowhere to be around there it has it's easy to find right i have like point out (laughs) joe that this is how a lot of horror movies go. I know, and I think... You're out in the woods, yeah. something strange happens, you go towards it, yeah. and horror ensues for decades, because, you know... I, I get the yeah. feeling that you would not last long in a horror movie. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Or, it would be like a Mr. Magoo situation, where I survive just by sheer fortune, you know? <laughs> sheer dumb luck. All right, so you're out in the woods. Yeah. You've stepped away from the bonfire, you've heard this loud yeah. music, and you're like, what the hell, there's loud music in yeah. the woods. You've been drinking. You're you're a gamer yeah. nerd, and nowhere in this did you think, "Oh, it's the sirens calling me to my death." You went, "I need to go see where the source of this music is." <laughs> well, it, it became a mystery, right? Because and I can't say no to a mystery. Like if you're in a city and you hear music, you're like, "Oh yeah, it's like probably coming from a bar," and I I would not be able to find which bar potentially, or like you know, there's some there's some barrier yeah. there that you're Building like, ah, streets, maybe the, you know, it's cars. too easy. And this is the like, woods. There's no barriers. Just yeah, trees. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like it's like a mission. Like I I figure out where this music's coming from, then I can go back to hanging out mm-hmm. and drinking by the fire. <laughs> but the music was actually a wedding, like a reception. Yeah. And actually, I think they had the wedding there previously because it was all set up for a wedding. Um, so, yeah, there's this big house and then like this huge plot of land with all these trees around it. And there's a ton of people there. Uh, and I just walked up and I was like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, oh, not too much. Just partying. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. Is this like a wedding or something? They're like, <laughs> they looked at me like what like what who are you and i was like oh, i just like wandered in off the street i heard the music and thought i would come and say hi and they were like that's so weird and then, like they grabbed one of the people who was like more in charge than they were mm-hmm. i was like yo this, this guy just came in off the street isn't that hilarious and uh the guy was like off the street no way oh man and like we were just hanging out and uh <laughs> then it was like super fun because everyone was like got a kick out of it some Somebody guy crashed their wedding. Right. They're in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah, they're, I, it's a wedding in the middle of the woods and some guy shows up mm-hmm. and he's friendly and nice and drinking. And I, I think I had, I think I was double fisting at the time. So I had like my own beer. It's not like, you know, you weren't stealing. Like some you weren't making beers like, first. Yeah. But, you know, after and then, you drink know. yours, they're like, dude, yeah, go empty. Here, have another. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we just kind of partied all night and it was awesome. And I called Nick and I was like, yo, Nick, like I'm at a wedding. It's awesome. Come over here. <laughs> Because I think I think they like didn't believe me or maybe like they needed someone to corroborate my story or something. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I, I I don't remember exactly what happened. But there, there was but there was a, like, a Nick, reason to call Nick other than I just want my buddy to come party with me. It was yeah. I, I need him yeah, to yeah. prove to these people is what you're saying. So, <laughs> something like that because when Nick got there, they liked him even more. It was like <laughs> it's like. All right, we had the appetizer. Now there's other cool guy oh, shit. at the party. <laughs> like, well, it's like a Russian nesting doll cool, cool guy, you know? It's like, 
Yeah, yeah, that was a wild night. The inside of Joe is Nick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was super fun though, and uh, I get into those antics a lot. So you, I wind up with you know some weird stories, but most of them are cool. Some of them are not cool, but most of them are cool. Yeah, I just I heard I heard Nick tell the story. I'm just like, how on earth did he go? Because from Nick's perspective, you were at the fire and then gone, just disappeared, and and he he gets a call like an hour later. (laughs) And so I was like, I have to I have to know what what Joe did here because that blows my mind that he just. Oh hey, I'm at a wedding about an acre away. <laughs> yeah, I just, I and it was it. funny I because I got really carried away because it was such a great success. Like the mission was go find out what that sound is, and then when I tracked it, I was right across the road from it. So I was like, well, I come this far, like I'm just gonna say hi. But then it was like everyone was so cool, everyone was drinking, partying, there was music. I like, just got carried away. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that. <laughs> I think that fits with uh, what I know about you. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, good times. Good times. I feel like Richter would be a real bad influence on me for those reasons. What? He strikes me as the kind of guy who would be, you know, encouraging me to go off in the woods and get murdered. Encouraging you to go off and get murdered? I would never encourage you to go off and get murdered. Come on now. Eh, I don't I would, know. I, I kind of get that vibe. I would you to go off and get murdered. And I would never Well, you'd come you get him. murdered with me. Okay, yeah. I might come with you and get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I never you wouldn't you stop me from getting murdered. First. How about that? <laughs> oh. uh, that, was, that was good. I love that. <laughs> All right, Joe. So what's your favorite part about Dyson Salt? Oh, that's real. <laughs> yeah. Real. My favorite part is the uh, the duo that you guys have got going on. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just like your comedy styles or your, um, just like the way that you interact with each other. It's really great. You you really remind me of like a morning radio show, you know, where they get the two like best personalities and like everyone listens in in the morning and they're like, Oh yeah. You know, I love, uh, I love those guys. And if they, you know, when they leave, they stop listening to the, to the radio show. It's like not the same show. Yeah. You guys do a great job. Just the bands, you know, you don't even need to really talk about anything. It's just be you two talking and I would still listen. It's <laughs> good. Um, this coming up episode, there's a bunch of stuff where we just talk about stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great. And oh, the other thing that and it mixes so well somehow is that you guys have hot takes on things that I've experienced like recently. So it's like you get the bants and then you get it's almost like you're explaining what happened to me, <laughs> you know, because like it happened to me and I'm remembering it while you're going over it. But then you have like a better take somehow between the two of you. It's not, you know, not always one of you is right on, but together you're absolutely right on. <laughs> well, uh, I, what was the latest thing that you were like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I got a bunch of examples, but one was you're talking about how Alex was doing the way he handled an eavesdropping or like oh, a, yeah. a listening thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like the way you guys were describing it. I was like, yeah, I remember that. I was there. I didn't really think that much of it at the time, Mm -hmm. but you guys like solved it in like a funny, like (laughs) you had the answers, right? (laughs) Like I I didn't have, I didn't really even, it didn't even really phase me at the time. It was just like, eh, this is, you know, whatever this is. Uh, it doesn't involve me so i'm just sort of mm-hmm. like along for the ride and it's not particularly entertaining to me but then you guys come in and you both like totally nail it you know you're like <laughs> oh you know what what about this I'm like oh let me think. it's just great 
And that happens all the time. That's just like a most recent example that I could think of. Oh, I'm, I'm glad my, uh, I don't want to say, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. I've been having problems speaking today. Like I've been not been able to mm-hmm. find words all day. Uh, I, I, I'm glad my hard, crusty exterior. <laughs> it's not what I want to oh, say yeah. at all. It, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Appealing it to you. That's that's what that. Oh, oil I love that hard, crusty exterior. <laughs> like a pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, and also, it's really insightful um, <laughs> when I learn how to play my character better <laughs> listening to you guys. <laughs> yeah, we have a feat for you. Uh, for next level (laughs) right and i'm not gonna do anything until because i still gotta sort out that's goddamn healing hands like i thought i had it down and then uh i'm missing some ranks in something or um so there's 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 like one more element to it that i can never remember for the life of me yeah i think you need like a skill focus or something on healing yeah 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 it'll give you a plus six at this point and i think you'd only have like a i think you if you basically i think at that point you'd have a plus 26 um plus right You'd have a plus 27 because it would be one level later, which means if you roll a one or a two, that's the only way you wouldn't get the maximum healing. And that's that's the key. Yeah. Because uh, I'm stoked to be rolling it and it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And then when I miss, I'm like, oh, man, like I I know I'm so close to really getting this. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because like as good as it is, I know I haven't completely nailed it. Yeah, I think there's one one level. Well, you should be you should be pretty close he's right plus now. 20. I mean, you should be pretty close to to making it right now, like the base he DC. Oh no, that, it works great. Don't get is, me wrong, but yeah, yeah, like I know that there's that next step, like you were just saying with the skill focus right. and the. I think I need a couple more ranks in something too. Yeah, I, you, I mean, you've maxed them out. Yeah, I, I think um, I think you can just add more ranks in into knowledge plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely do that. And then your your healing skill, uh, you want to add one per level as you go up, at least for a couple levels, so that you get it down to you can you can get it down to you don't even have to roll, you just do max healing yeah. all the time when you use it. Yeah, that's the uh, yeah, because that's the ultimate goal there. And this isn't released yet, but um, there's a point coming up that goddamn healing is like, oh, <laughs> uh, without healing hands, I swear to God, I I, I, I will say I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I will so say. is 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 Randolph finally going to be recognized as the party healer instead of all these little Johnny Come Latelys that show up and try and steal your healing thunder? Because I know yeah. Tia Bliss has uh, been doing that, and you've you've been getting a little irritated with him. I've noticed. That's what I was going to say. I was like, yeah. I loved it that you were at the end of the last episode. You were you were like, oh, I can heal you. Don't heal. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's frustrating. Everyone's trying to take my thunder. Like you rolled the healer. You want to be. You want to bring all that value so that when you don't bring it at other places, they remember <laughs> how much value you have in healing. Like, right. Oh yeah, I'm still alive because of you. Yeah. <laughs> Although I gotta say, my attacks, my full round attacks with Randolph and Thalias have been like the most fun and the most powerful I felt in uh, any kind of tabletop gaming in a long time. I really. And I got that scythe, man. That's, that thing's what, a beast. That is a beast it's, of a scythe. It's great. It's awesome. It. I can't yeah, wait that's... for you to, to crit with it and just oh, right. It's gonna be so good. In the old days, we'd call that an artifact, man. That was definitely an art. That it's definitely at that level. Yep. But yep. you know they don't classify things that way anymore. So, but big <laughs> yeah. bad beefy when he, stuff. When he man. says back when he says back in the day, he means you know second edition D anD. I mean further yeah. back. Than <laughs> yeah. That. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Stone tap. That's right. <laughs> we used to have to carve our own dice, chip it out of the stone. <laughs> 
was easy enough to get the sides on them, but then putting the numbers in, man, that was just brutal. Mm. They're right. all lopsided and don't roll straight. But it has eight <laughs> sides. It's a goddamn donut. It's it doesn't supposed to roll. have six. <laughs> oh, man. I guess, uh, so you guys are basically coming up towards the end of book four. I, I know you're not quite there yet, which leaves you two books. Um, and see, that is news to me. That's the level that I'm at with remembering <laughs> and sort of plot advancement and stuff. Yeah, well... I don't know that. If you say that, I, I take that at face value and I accept that it's true. Well, I mean, yeah, you're definitely... Uh, I, I, If I had to guess, I haven't read the books. I would imagine you're probably in part two of book four. And there's probably three parts, might be four, depending on exactly how it goes. Um, but then, yeah, after okay. that, you've only got like two, two books left. And if you guys keep the pattern you're doing, you only got like about what six to eight months more of episodes for this one wow all right that's cool yeah i had no idea where we were it seems like uh you just show up and, and you know, record I... <laughs> yeah i show up and record and hope i don't die and hope i don't make an absolute well he fool has people to keep track of everything else <laughs> he's got people for to keep track of the story people to keep track of his you know character advance which i make I all mean, myself yeah he's got people yeah yeah which you do exactly. all yourself that's right but he's got people yeah. for that yeah <laughs> He's got people to do the things that he does all by himself. Although there was a recent episode I listened to. Let me find this. You, Lord Richter, Uh-oh. said something. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. I got this quote here. <laughs> he's oh, come no. He's you come wrote prepared. something down? Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Oh, here it is. <laughs> uh, the quote is, it's Joe. If you don't draw pictures, he's not going to get there. <laughs> and I thought, I thought that was perfect. <laughs> Because re- that's how it be, you know? Like, like, all right, let's talk about progression of uh, the campaign. It's like, okay. It's like, what book are you on? Draw me a picture. You tell me what book. <laughs> you know, like, how, how everything's progressing. I, every episode, I have Alex recap, of, like, what's happened. Because I, my memory is just terrible. I can't. I can't remember where I am at any given time. And uh, the plot is so intricate. Listening to you guys talk about the plot and getting your... Uh, ideas and um, sort of predictions. I'm just sitting here in awe. Like, wow, I, I didn't, I didn't know most of this. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's great though, and it's true. If you got to draw me a picture, if you can draw me a picture, I'm there. If you can't draw me a picture, I, I may not get there. Excellent. <laughs> oh man, I think you took that quote out of context. I do. I can't imagine what context it could be in what other you- than what it says, but. I'm sure it's out of context. Yeah, you think it was uh, some uh, maybe an art class or some kind of right. map making it's, it's uh, some seminar? Right, some trickery by Nick to con- you know confuse me, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess my my that's the bands. That's why that's why we come here for you know quotes <laughs> like that. I guess my my question was when you guys are done with this one, do you have a uh, an AP that you want to play next, or do you just kind of roll with whatever the group wants to? I definitely roll with whatever the group wants to because I've never read any of the source material or even really know. Like basically, what happens? I like to be I like to have a seat at the table in the executive room <laughs> where the real executives are like talking about their plans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. oh, yes, you know, I like that. Oh, that sounds good. Or no, no, I, I wouldn't go for that one. <laughs> but as far as the actual like contributions from me as to which AP we would do, I would say it's basically zero. 
but in the in the sort of agreeing and workshopping, I love doing that. I, I think that's super fun. Like when we were planning this one, uh, of course, I didn't bring any suggestions to the table. But when this one was suggested, and you know, people started you know playing around with what it could be like and, and drawing that picture, really, mm-hmm. yeah, I was stoked for that. It was something I never played, and I was like, yeah, let's do this one. You know, like what? Why wouldn't we do this one? I've played the other stuff. <laughs> this one sounds so out there and, and crazy. And I sort of regret that, you know, like a little bit. It's been it's been a little torturous. This one. This one's been tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, do. You... I heard the surprise in your voice when uh, Thalias got shredded. I mean, I heard, I could hear when you're like, "What? <laughs> a third crit? Yeah. What?" And you know, gone. I was like, I heard it all. So whew. I do feel like though the Alex did a good job of preparing us for the pain that was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like pulled no punches first couple sessions. Like, yeah, this place sucks. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, all right. Well, you know, I knew I knew it'd be tough, but then when you're thrown in the deep end like that, it's uh, it's humbling. And then you get used to it, and it, it becomes fun, and the story unravels, and it, it gets even more fun. But it's, it definitely has its ups and downs. Sometimes I'm like, man, why am I not like getting drunk on a pirate ship? <laughs> why am I in this awful place with these awful monsters? <laughs> who just killed my other guy and now i gotta you know yeah do you you do know you funny like- thing when you guys started this ap i honestly thought you weren't going to lose any characters i mean oh, i know that really yeah i know that father crow left but yeah. i just had this feeling that it, the way you guys were playing it and you were you kept you know getting by by the skinnier teeth kind of thing on all these things i said man the stars are aligned they're gonna make it i don't know what how this yeah. is gonna work but they're gonna go the whole ap and never lose anybody mm. and it's not gonna be yeah. a, an issue of you know we over engineered our characters or you know we we whatever we, you know you guys are just gonna we're gonna slip by and i thought wow this is gonna be great and you know Elias went so long i was like god this is amazing because like at that point yeah. in school and shackles you already killed two characters <laughs> So I'm like, this yeah, is going to be yeah. great. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> shredded. And I was like, oh, damn, I did not see that coming. And then <laughs> neither did the lion. You know, <laughs> yeah, neither did the lion. It sort of it sort of reminds me of uh, when I first learned to ride a bike. There was this hill in my old neighborhood and I was going down it and I was like, I'm doing it like I'm riding a bike. And then there was this curb <laughs> and I like I panicked and took my foot off the pedals and it was one of those old bikes where you got a pedal like a fixed gear or whatever where you pedal backwards to brake. Oh. Uh, no. So I was just I blasted right into that curb. I went, you know, like I don't know, 6 feet <laughs> through the air onto this dude's lawn like uh head over handlebars oh. and uh yeah it's like that it's like we're doing it yes and then character's dead and he died in the most ridiculous you know gruesome way just immediate boom over that, that seems to be a yeah well even this AP. um rogar leaving yeah right it's just to me was like yeah. a death because it was just so it I was mean, like what, what the hell are you doing he's dead to me what, what are you so. doing what do you mean you're quitting? That's uh, what this campaign does. It just sort of hits you like a curb. <laughs> you just go over your handlebars and you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is the AP where you don't curb stomp things. Yeah. The curb stomps you. Curb stomps you, dude. Love. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Do you do you like playing this one or the um, War for the Crown one more? Because I know you, you, you tend oh, to have God. a lot of fun from the, the episodes oh, that I've listened to in that one. <laughs> War for the Crown is they're fu- they're all fun in their own ways, which makes comparing them kind of difficult. Fair. War for the Crown is like uh, it's like a free pass on not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, it's like you seem to have one of those as it is. 
Yeah, no, but like it's it's even more. It's like a laminated hall pass, you know. <laughs> it's not just like a implied like, all right, Joe, like you walk around the hall. It's like a, <laughs> I just run through the hall screaming, holding up my laminated hall pass uh, when I play that one. So from like a creativity or like silliness standpoint like that one's definitely more engaging with my creative uh, forces but in terms of actually like playing the game tyrant's grasp has been great for that i like you said you know actually using your character and like thinking about things and like trying to figure stuff out mm-hmm. so they, they both have their their you know their place but <laughs> creatively it's definitely war for the crowd and then actually playing the game it's tyrant's grasp it's nice that you have that mix right it, it makes things a lot of fun and i love playing like one shots and stuff Mm -hmm. it's taxing for me because a lot of that is preparing and that's like my (laughs) that's like my one thing that i really am not good at um (laughs) well you i mean i don't see how but i love i love playing you came prepared today with like quotes and everything yeah (laughs) yeah i did have i had listened to an episode um and and thought oh my god i gotta call richter out on this (laughs) Well, and the the one shot you did when you showed up, I mean, you were there. You were the halfling that knew what he was doing, you know, always was, mm-hmm. knew what he was doing. You you played that brilliantly. And it was all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I got through, you know, whatever it was, four hours of <laughs> pretending. That was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I can do pretending, just the preparations. Like, you know, I didn't build that. I mean, I did build that, that was character, all you. but let's all just... You. Yeah, it was all me. That's the official company line, but, you know, I didn't build any of it <laughs> at all. I, it's just like, all right, teach me how to play this character in 10 minutes and oh god, set me loose. The behind the scenes on that, Joe, I sit, was sending you a message, hey, you know, what do you think you want to play, this and that? And then I, uh, Matt says, hey, I, I hear Joe's got this this one shot. And I go, yeah, I've been asking him about a play, uh, you know, what he wants to play and, and trying to get him engaged. And Matt's like, all right, I'll get on him. And then, you know, it's like, hey, uh, we, <laughs> you know, so the next time when I get some information, yeah. hey, this is the breakdown for the characters for this one shot. You know, I'm sending Matt the information. Say, I'm telling you too, but I'm sending him and he's like, no problem. I'll get him a character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it is. Like I said, you got people for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got good people. I mean, like the whole podcast and the crew, you know, the Discord, all you guys. It's just a really great crew. Like feel very fortunate to be, you know, surrounded by the people that I that I associate with. And, oh, it's great. Good, and I want people. you to confirm something for Toast here. Because I was trying yeah. to describe our time playing uh, Pokemon Unite <laughs> oh, and yeah. how, uh, you know, you were just a hard ass about oh, teaching, yeah. you know, what you need to know for the MOBA and, and your the feedback you were giving me. And I was, you know, and just like, oh, I could never do that. And I said, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to express, well, I still felt like I was on the team. I wasn't like ever not on the team or in danger of being thrown off the team or something. But, you know, Joe and Nick were brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh nick gets his brutalness from me right in the i know uh, it's like uh, competitive online space that that's pretty much all me and nick nick does a really great job of showing up with he's like a sponge you know what i mean so like we'll play together and then you know he'll be he'll be learning stuff and then i'll be like all right what if you did this and he takes it and he's just like oh you mean like this and he just <laughs> hulks out you know and like he, he's like a he's like a phenom with some of that stuff and um yeah no i'm really brutal and funny story this is true uh the name thalias comes from a paladin in world of warcraft who i met like I don't know, it's gotta be like 10 years ago at this point who i would verbally abuse day in and day out <laughs> climbing the arena ladder <laughs> 
he was my he was my twos partner uh he was a guy from canada he's a great dude and uh yeah he <laughs> he had to. He, you think I was bad in Pokemon Unite, but imagine it's just you and I playing against two other people, and like you have no idea what oh, you're God. doing, and I have every idea right. of what I'm doing. And you're like, I need oh, you to man. buy me time. I, I can imagine. Buy me the it's, and time. it's all in love. Yeah, it's all in love. It's not like a. At no point am I not like laughing and having fun. It just comes out because I'm competitive. You know, where mm-hmm. I like execute the thing, press your buttons in the right order, like you know let's let's do this let's get this done also no matter how i sound know that it's that's not really you know just compartmentalized <laughs> just to this competitive experience this has no bearing on our friendship you should you know, I, honestly you should share your uh toast you should watch the pokemon unite walkthroughs he did because like i said there's a there's there's one uh, in yeah, there where he's like that. i don't They're know what Richter's good. doing here i don't I have no idea oh there he is back with a super move that's great i really wish he'd just you know been paying attention the whole time but you know nice super move great you know great yeah. masterful play there you, I, <laughs> I'm just really it's all in love really it's all fighting love. commentary i'm getting <laughs> it's it, it's 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 rough and like you're you're doing you're working your butt off and all you hear is joe going oh come on guys i'm tired of pulling up my carry pants <laughs> yeah the carry you're pants like, you gotta wear your carry pants shit out of whatever we're doing we're doing it right and he's all god you're just not high enough you're not scoring enough points we haven't won yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh Oh, it's good times. It, it, it's it's interesting to see that uh, kind of duality from Joe, where <laughs> in, yeah. in one game where you know he's playing with all of his friends, and you know you're kind of like I don't want to call you aloof because you're not aloof, but you, you know you're mm-hmm. you're having fun, and it's a lot, you know you're not being super competitive about it, and then you know you switch over to something like Pokemon, and you're like just you're not a hard ass killer instinct. Yeah, yeah. I I would. It's because there's a competitive ranked leaderboard. If you put if you put some sort of MMR or you know leaderboard situation, like, okay, are we? I want to challenge accepted. Are we going to start ranking yeah. the, the players per episode? We're we're going to rank the players. We oh week. my god, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing that could have come from this. Yeah, we're going to rank them. We're going to rank. Okay, yep. here's our top character this week. <laughs> best play of the week. God damn it! Really? Yeah, best play of the week. Really had the heels. <laughs> I, I don't oh know why Randolph God. didn't bring it, but, you know, Teoblith really had the heels this week. <laughs> I I hate and love this so much. <laughs> and you two are the perfect duo to actually, like, I mean, you're joking about it, I, I think, but oh, I actually It's think nice <laughs> that you think we're joking <laughs> about it, because we will do it. <laughs> oh, see. Oh, God. <laughs> I love the, 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 na- the naivete that, oh, you know, you're joking about. Well, yeah, we are. It doesn't mean we're, we're not doing it, but we are joking about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. See, now now we get to see Joe in his killer instinct through Pathfinder, and, and I weep for Alex. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I laugh, but... Talking uh, about killer oh. instinct, Joe got to play Among Us one time. Oh, God. He, I toast, he was like an idiot savant with Among Us. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing, and just slaughtered us all. And it was like, I, yeah. I swear to God, I was watching him. I'm like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's not. And then, you know, and it's like, oh, and Joe's the imposter, but he, you know, he killed everybody. And we're like, oh, man. And he just, it was so natural. It's like <laughs> they were trying to question him, right? Because you got to question people to see where they're at. And Joe's like, I don't know where I'm at. And like, I'm going, damn it, that's going to hold up yeah. game after game. Because Joe really doesn't remember the Every map. game. 
<laughs> He's just playing it. Yeah. It's funny. See, when I do that and I it's don't know where I'm at, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. You're, you're I, me too. Imposter. I was Bye. like brand new. It was like my second game. And uh, someone's like, so where are you at? And I go, ah, oh, the room looks like this. I go, oh, he's faking it. Boosh. And I'm like, you bastards. Yeah. Well, I got to say, with playing with you, Richter, it's sort of like a, I always want to vote you off first anyway, like whether you're the bad guy or not. <laughs> Just because, you know, it's like, I can't trust this guy. You know, he's uh, he's a troublemaker. I, I, I do the same thing with Cam. Yeah. Oh, Cam, don't get me started. If it, if it comes up for a vote, it's like, yep, Cam, bye. Yeah. I, I don't want to see you in the end game. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Cam's brutal. They really go hard. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I had, I put him in stitches one time because I was, I, I forget why I decided to do it, but I just decided this time when I play the imposter, every time my kill counter, you know, refreshes, my cooldown finishes, I'm killing. I mean, I'm going to just find somebody and kill them right then. And I like yeah. left a trail of three bodies around the, the front of the ship, you know? <laughs> yeah. And one of them was just out in the middle of the hallway, wide open. Some broad daylight killings. <laughs> yeah. I'm just whack and I'm just running along. And after the game was over count. Cam was like, were you just killing every time your counter was down? Cause, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's what it's for, right? To let me know when to do it again. And he just, he just lost it. He started laughing hysterically. They, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait I'm... to see uh killer Joe. <laughs> yeah. I know when he's got the rankings, he's got to worry about when we've put that little bit of fantasy path, you know, fantasy football, meets pathfinder we're gonna have so to come everyone up with that, a point everyone system. that played randolph this week scored 20 points we're gonna have to come up with a point you know, system you know that right i know we're gonna have <laughs> yeah. to work the whole thing into it and and mm-hmm. we'll have a, a fantasy uh, pathfinder party league yeah oh this is <laughs> the um this is getting good the, the funny thing is so i was the last to be on uh the podcast here but if you do this for real i'm gonna be a regular guest <laughs> being angry <laughs> I gotta bring the fury, all right? Putting me on blast, you know, ranking me. I get, I get competitive, you know, and I'm not just gonna sit by and take it. I'm gonna I'm gonna come after you guys. I mean, <sighs> that's that's the whole point. <laughs> yep, yep. I, you know, I'm gonna point out that Alex posted in Discord in in the early access chatter. He goes, "Is that the masked one actually getting interviewed?" <laughs> and he's all. Lord Richter and Lady Toast, you wily ones. And I, I just said, we cornered the man, the myth, the legend. And Alex is all, that's damn impressive. See, nobody thought you'd even come on or that you'd, you know, be reliable enough to do the interview. So. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? The word reliable. I am like the most reliable friend sometimes. <laughs> and then the least reliable friend other times. Hey, as long as you're reliable when, you know, somebody's cornered and in trouble, that's all that matters. Yeah. You can put up with yeah. all the rest I of would that definitely... crap when you're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I'm the most reliable friend. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> now, it sounds like you're taking that quote out of context. <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to make it a soundbite. <laughs> I'm the most reliable friend. Sometimes. <laughs> so oh, man. Oh, that's just too awesome. I love you guys. This is fun. And uh, I, I do want to come on more. I don't want to sort of barge into your, you know, your fun, but definitely, you know, keep me in mind when you're doing this stuff because uh, absolutely, it's good stuff. I'm really glad you guys started this. And it's so funny that like the concept is ridiculous, but it's perfect. <laughs> you know, it's like a podcast reviewing a podcast. <laughs> it's 
awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I got. I, I I was thinking of a couple more questions here, Joe. We've we've heard some various yeah. people comment about things. Uh, Tom was talking about like he his his thing about you know Erasmus got it you know hot got the hots for me deal was kind of a throwaway oh, yeah. except we latched onto it and now he's like no no I'm I'm committed to that I like it and you know of course there oh, yeah. was the. You know, I, I pounded Alex for months to get, you know, some acknowledgement of the, you know, Nessie storyline, the love, the love tryst with Tarbafon. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that happened. Another soundbite. Is there, is there any of those yeah. <laughs> that have happened that have, you know, you've liked or that you've been looking forward to or anything that we may have said in just the few episodes we've done so far, which I think is like, what, almost 20, mm-hmm. where you've been like, that's it. It's going into Randolph. I'm keeping it. Um, what do you think? I'm sure there are. Memory not so good, but um, <laughs> let me think for a second. The uh, the Elksy thing has been sort of a roller coaster with comments from you guys on Elksy, and then I had played Elksy, and then Alex now GMs player GMs Elksy. Uh-huh. I think that like of all the things, I think that one probably is the most uh, interesting from a just what what is it you know what's the actual lore because when you guys say stuff <laughs> i internalize that as yeah like that must be it because i don't know <laughs> you know it's like someone makes sense of this for me and you two are the perfect avenue to get that done so with elksy i think you guys are uh yeah you guys got your heads screwed on uh straight that's something i don't get every day but i'll take it <laughs> no one has ever accused me of having my head screwed on straight <sighs> yeah that's a first for us so thank you yeah, we got well you guys keep up the good work. Yeah, we will. And we're going to start doing more work. We're going to start apparently doing competitive podcasting. Well, not competitive <laughs> podcasting. We're oh, going to have the leaderboard Look. for this Pathfinder AP. You know, it's the it's the inspired incompetence <laughs> leaderboard. See who's delivering the most, you know, overall. We're going to have to assign some values to, to healing, to combat, to role play, to, you know, skill use, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And blend it all together into numbers and say, well, here's who's at the top. Here's who's working the hardest. Here's who's bringing it home. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> Thank you for, for that wonderful idea, Joe. It, it's definitely a, a Joe yeah. idea, and I love it. I love it, too. It's not my idea, though. You We're guys you credit twisted for my words around. And, oh, God, I don't want the credit. We didn't <laughs> twist your words. You said well, you, if there's you, a leaderboard, Joe. then you bring out the Joe. You get serious. You're competitive. You, that's when it comes out. And I said, well, then we got to have a leaderboard. I want to see Joe serious and competitive. <laughs> All right, you want to see me serious and competitive, let's go play Unite right now so I can yell at you and get this out of my system. You know, it's like the Hulk, man. The Hulk, he he doesn't want to be the Hulk smashing up buildings and stuff. You know, he wants to be this nice scientist guy who's, like, friends with people and likes to, um, you know, wear his lab coat. But then, when he, you know, he hulks out of it and he's all it's muscular, true. you know? It's tough because he has to go through that. Mm-hmm. So the competitive side, you know, I get all big and green and I already have trouble fitting through doorways because of how huge I am. <laughs> right, because you're the big guy. You're huge. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. I've been on that for like a year and a half now, I think. And I'm glad it's finally really getting traction. Like people are really think that I think so much that I'm huge and like a giant, big, tough man that other people, I think, you know, I just sort of wore them down and they I think they're coming around to really actually thinking I'm huge. <laughs> Which is great, because I've always been huge, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even as a kid playing Little League, you know, I almost hit a home run one time. It bounced off the fence and then came back. But, like, you got to be huge to do something like mm-hmm. that. And now, I go back to that Little League field, <laughs> you know, and I'm smashing home runs way over the fence. 
absolutely jacking them. Every time you're at bat, too. And those little kids send it in. Yeah. They just don't have enough heat for you. You just pow. Well, I hit off oh. the tee, and the kids are at the playground, and I, I shoot balls at them. And, uh, it's like uh, beaches of Normandy, and they're trying to play on the swings and stuff. The beaches of Normandy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh. It do be like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I have this image oh, of you walking up to a little league game and just going, "Hey, I got next bat," and just smashing it. I just like the image of him oh, batting all these uh... balls and these kids are at the playground, and suddenly it's like, shh. Well, sometimes I try not to do it when they're there because obvious liability, but sometimes the kids don't, I'm like, you know, 200 feet away or something. They don't, they don't catch on that they're in danger until the balls start landing all around them. Yeah. And then they run for their little lives. They start getting shelled and then, (laughs) then they get it. Um, Oh crap. There's, there's a, I seen the commercials for uh, MLB has like kids home run derby Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, i always wanted to i looked up there was none in my area but if there was i'm gonna look again this next coming year if they do it again if there is i'm showing up to the children's home run derby and like i'm i'm gonna try (laughs) oh god well (laughs) you are a child at heart joe yeah definitely uh i guess thanks for coming on we've been here a whole hour already yeah i mean I like hanging out with you guys and just bullshitting. Um, a lot. Oh, I've been having this crazy, like sleep stuff going on lately oh, with no. me. So, like in terms of reliability, like I don't know when I'm going to be awake oh, at any given day. <laughs> we we so, have a story about um, that too. <laughs> oh yeah, I just, and lately it's been really bad. But historically, throughout my whole life, sleeping's been like kind of a weird thing. But yeah, um, you know, setting up times where we can do this stuff is awesome. And uh, I love hanging out with you guys. And um, you guys do great work on this podcast. So uh, definitely keep that up. And let me know, uh, you know, if you want me to come back and uh, share some more of my brilliancies and insights and, uh, oh. you know, really teach you oh, how it, to play the game. Listening Absolutely. to you has definitely elevated my game already, Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. You guys are the best. <laughs> you didn't have to entertain me like that, but you're always so fun. <laughs> do you want to stop recording? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, let's let's click it. We said okay. we you know we said we were glad to have him on and all that. I think that's a good uh, a good way to go. A good end. Yeah. Do you guys not do the see ya? Uh, we we do for the regular podcast, but this is the interview. So I I correct me if I'm wrong. We usually just okay, kind of gotcha. yeah. We usually just kind of end it. And that does it for us this week. You can find us and the players at the, on the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lady Toast, and I'm Lord Richter. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I think I own that movie. I don't think I've watched it in forever, but it's a good movie. It has it it has one fundamental plot flaw. Godzilla. Yes, it has one fundamental (laughs) plot flaw. One. No, exactly. Godzilla is the plot flaw. No, the giant, no, the giant kaiju. No, the giant kaiju is not the plot flaw. <laughs> the plot flaw is the giant kaiju decides to lay eggs, comes to Manhattan, 
lays the eggs. And then supposedly they kill the giant kaiju. Uh-huh. But then one of the little hatchlings escapes. And right. herein is the plot flaw. They had a perfect opportunity to let the giant kaiju escape because remember they couldn't find the body in the river mm-hmm. after they torpedo it with the submarines and they confirm they've hit it and it you know, we, the audience, sees Godzilla sinking to the bottom. The thing that they could do with this is if they had basically let Godzilla slip away and then they kill all of Godzilla's spawn, then boom, no problem. Because they could go, well, we don't know. It probably only lays eggs once in its life. I mean, it is radioactive, whatever. Right. Instead, all they do is set us up to have the exact same movie at a different city in the world. Right. But they were smart and didn't make a sequel. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know that that's smart. I mean, look at how much Godzilla, the new Godzilla movies have grossed. Giant kaiju make money. Right, but those are better. And the 98 Godzilla was... uh, Okay, (laughs) here's... Again, I'm going to throw this out here, and nobody's going to care. I loved the new Godzilla. The very first uh, new Godzilla. Loved it. (laughs) It was... It had had nodges, nods. It was great. To To the original... You know, content that came to America, not the content that didn't make it to America initially, but it had all these great nods. Then they did King of the Monsters. That's right. pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm wanting to see more, but it got a little got a little funky there. And then they did King Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, I've got to say there was a whole lot of that movie that I that that from the giant monsters fighting giant monsters perspective. Awesome. I liked what they did with Mecha Godzilla as kind of a a, a rework of. Uh, Oh, whatever it is, the the one with the two heads. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't think, know. <laughs> I can't think of the whatever that one was. You're on your own anyway, here. <laughs> I know. I I got you. So I kind of like that that they kind of used that brain to bring it back, and that's how they lose control of Mechagodzilla. That was kind of tight. But is that what happened? Huh? I, I was just wondering, is that what happened? Because like I don't yes. remember that movie at all. I think I saw it once. Yes. I'm, I'm totally blanking on that stupid other one though. It was. It's not Rodan. It's uh, damn. I don't know. It's, it's not worth wasting time on right now. Anyway. <laughs> no, come on. We're 15 minutes in. and All right. You know, you're right. We've, we've, you're right. We've Let's get the answer. I mean, these. this is all, we're, we're blowing all kinds of time. Might as well. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> it's fine. I only have to edit Who it. Who is the monster bad guy in Godzilla, King of the Monsters? Oh, King Ghadira. That's right. King Ghadira. That's the that's the one. And and using King Ghadira's brain to power Mechagodzilla or help do the AI, whatever the hell it was doing, it was in there. I liked it. It's fine. I had real problems with King Kong. First off, King Kong was dead on that stupid freighter that they had him on as they were trying to move him through, you know, move him away from Godzilla. Plus, uh, I don't think that Godzilla chasing him down to fight him was a, actually what they had established in Godzilla King of the Monsters. At mm. the end of the movie, they had the, the kaiju moving in and Godzilla would come and kind of drive the kaiju out of the human areas. So King Kong being a kaiju... I don't, he wasn't threatening any humans. So I don't know why Godzilla went for him. That was just lame. And then going down to the center of the earth to retrieve the battle axe that can only be powered by Godzilla's atomic breath. Yeah. I'm going to go with a big thumbs negative now. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The inspired incompetence movie review podcast, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. Yeah. Next week we'll be uh, going through the entire Marvel cinematic universe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, we don't have to dig that deep. (laughs) 